Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode. So happy to have you here. Do you find yourself kind of having these conflicting thoughts of like, I want to find food freedom, but I also want to lose weight? Like you think, man, I'm so over diet culture. It is so dumb. I'm tired of feeling guilt when it comes to food. I just wish I could find food freedom and stop obsessing about calories and macros and working out and all these fad diets. But then on the other hand, you're like, but I really think it would be nice to lose weight, maybe, you know, try to be a healthier version of myself. And I think I can do that by losing, you know, body fat and maybe gaining some muscle. If you have these two conflicting thoughts, first off, I want to say that is completely normal. I think so many of us have these thoughts, especially now with the whole anti-diet culture movement that's kind of happening. But it's like, uh, but I still want to be healthy and I don't know, I don't know what to do. So if you have these conflicting thoughts, please listen to this episode because I want to clear a couple things up and kind of give you hope, but also, also tell you the truth that you need to hear. Hey you guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl, Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all or nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be 1% better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. Alrighty, so the question, can you find food freedom and also lose weight? Can those two things happen? Yes. Can they happen at the same time? No, probably not. Probably not. You might be someone, and this honestly is probably not you if you're listening to this podcast, but you might be someone who has a super healthy relationship with food already. And I can think of a couple people off the top of my head. For example, my husband, he has a very healthy relationship with food. He is very in tune with his body. He has never struggled with, you know, labeling foods as good or bad or feeling guilt or shame around food. None of that. My husband, very healthy relationship with food. I'm super jealous. I think we all know like a couple people in our lives who were like, dang, that is crazy. How did you just like take a bite of the cookie and decide, "Mm, no, it's not that great. I'm done. Can't really relate. (laughs) Can't really relate. So yeah, maybe for people like that, those two things can happen at the same time. But the truth is they never really struggled with the need to find food freedom. They were just already already there. They're already at that point. They've already found food freedom. They never lost it, basically. So if you are someone who's like, I want those two things to coexist. I want to find food freedom and I want to lose weight. Here's the hard truth. You can't do them at the same time. And finding food freedom has to come first. It has to come first. And I know it's not what you want to hear. And so many of us think that we can do it the other way around. That, you know, I'm going to lose weight 
and do this diet and work out more. And during this journey, I will find food freedom or after I lose 10 pounds, then I will be on my way to find food freedom and try to really ditch diet culture. But unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. Same with the restrict binge cycle. You think that you can stop the cycle at the binge, but the truth is you have to stop stop the cycle at the restrict area. So if you don't restrict, you won't binge, but you think, "Mm, I'm gonna stop binging and I won't restrict. And it's the other way around. Same thing happens with food freedom and wanting to, let's say, lose weight. You can't lose weight first and then find food freedom if you have not found food freedom. You can find food freedom, build a healthy relationship with food, ditch diet culture, and then eventually get into a mindset where you can lose weight safely without it um, kind of being unhealthy and detrimental to your mental health and physical health as well. But I think one of the craziest parts is odds are once you find food freedom and you really unlearn everything that diet culture has taught you, you probably won't want to lose weight as bad as you originally did before finding food freedom and before building that self-confidence. And this is for multiple reasons. One, you, like I said, start to unlearn the things that diet culture has taught you. So on this journey of food freedom and intuitive eating, you are going to rely more on what your body is telling you you should do and what you should eat and what and what you're feeling versus what society is telling you. When society says you should only eat every two to three hours, small meals, only eat carbs if you're going to work out, um, you know, don't eat past 6 p.m., whatever diet culture is telling you. You're going to stop listening to that and you are going to start listening to yourself and to your body. And you're going to realize that all these things that we thought mattered beforehand, like being a certain size or eating certain foods or just restricting yourself all the time isn't bringing you the satisfaction and the gratification that you originally thought it did and that you are a lot more content with yourself once you just break through the chains of diet culture. Another thing you might notice, um, and this does not happen to everyone, okay? But a lot of the times, if you are someone who has restricted and binged so much and you eventually um, learn how to eat intuitively, you um, learn how to find that food freedom and you're not in this constant restrict binge cycle, you might end up being at a set weight point that is lower than where you are now. This is not always going to happen. Do not expect it to happen. But a lot of the times we mess up our metabolism so bad that we end up weighing more because um, because we've restricted and binged and destroyed our metabolism and have this unhealthy relationship with food that once we stop going through this insane roller coaster, our body finds its equilibrium where it feels good at a certain weight. And you know what? You might be someone where maybe that equilibrium point or that set weight point 
is higher than where you are now. And that sounds so scary. I know it does. I remember also thinking like, what if I find food freedom and I gain a bunch of weight? Well, here's the thing. Is it a possibility? Sure. Anything's a possibility. But the thing is, when you listen to your body and when you learn how to trust your body, your body isn't going to have you overeat 24-7 like you think because you don't trust your body right now. Your body has its hunger and fullness cues. It's going to take some time. Yes, there's going to be definitely a roller coaster ride in the beginning, but all of this stuff has to be done first if you want to take the next step of, um, I don't even want to just say losing weight because it goes beyond that. There are some, there are a couple people I follow on Instagram who, um, who track their calories, they track their macros, and they have goals if they are doing a bulk or doing a cut or maybe a reverse diet or maintenance or whatever. And I'll be honest, they have a very healthy relationship with food where this isn't something that is messing with their head. And I know this because they don't take cheat days or cheat meals or anything like that. They listen to their body, they eat something if they want it, but they also use um, the wisdom of knowing that they have this certain goal. And sometimes they have to say no to something, sometimes they have to say yes to something and it might not be what they're exactly craving at the time. But I promise you, you cannot get there unless you already have food freedom. Otherwise, you are going to be stuck in this constant cycle. And the reason why I'm also bringing this up is because, like I said, I do see people on social media who track their calories, who count their macros, um, who have these different physique goals or performance goals. And I don't see it as um, as them giving into diet culture or having disordered eating habits or patterns. Um, I think they are truly educated and they know how to listen to their body and they are taking a healthy approach. Sometimes I think diet culture comes on a little too strong saying that automatically if you count your calories or track your macros or you intermittent fast, or you do this or that, then like you're part of the problem. It, it's diet culture. It's, you know, quote unquote unhealthy and it's just bad for you because it's just another diet. And, and man, it's, it's just, you can't label one thing a certain way because you have to dig deeper than that. I can be counting my macros and counting my calories and someone else I know can be counting their macros and calories and we can have a completely different relationship with food and have two completely different outcomes. These things, these um, like macro tracking and calorie counting, these things aren't the issue. It's what diet culture has created that make us obsess over different diets that make us think we have to track our macros, that make us think we have to intermittent fast, that we cannot eat carbs, or we have to do keto. Diet culture really gives us this all or nothing mentality. And 
And that is what is really hurting us and hurting our relationship with food and our body as well. So do I think it's helpful if you know the basics of macronutrients, if you know um, about caloric intake, about calories in versus calories out? Yeah, that is really helpful and really important. But does that mean you have to obsess over it? You have to count how many calories you're eating, tracking which macros, writing everything down, putting in your MyFitnessPal? No, that is when it becomes unhealthy and a little obsessive. There is this gray area and honestly the only person who can truly know if it's a healthy relationship or not is you. And I know that it might just be easier to kind of lie to other people and be like, nope, I have these goals, like I have a healthy relationship with food, like I'm going to track, do this, do that. But the only person you're hurting is yourself. So if you're someone right now who's like, I really want to lose weight and find food freedom, you cannot do it at the same time, okay? You have to find food freedom first. And that journey is probably going to be longer than you want it to be. It's not going to happen overnight or in a couple weeks or even in a couple months. I'd say this is, first of all, a never-ending journey. I think once I hit like the point of one year is when it really started to turn around. Like my life was really turning around and it was much better. And I'm not going to lie, have, have there been points in my life where I'm like, maybe I should track calories and... Um, you know, try to lose some weight, try to get back to maybe a previous physique that I had. Yes, that that has definitely crossed my mind. But you know what? While you cannot control the first thought you have, you can control the thoughts afterwards. And I just realized that, no, I know that whatever hole or void weight loss is trying to fill, um, it's not going to happen. It's not going to make me feel better. And I've become so in tune with my body that I can realize that, hey, you know what? I kind of wanted to lose weight or wanted to maybe train a little harder to work on a certain physique, but I know it's for the wrong reasons. I know it's for um, outside gratification. It is going to get in the way of my relationship with food and recognizing that is only something that you can do for yourself. So you need to ask yourself, are you in a position mentally to go on another diet, to count your calories and track your macros? Is it going to hurt your mental health? Are you somewhere where it is going to have a positive or a negative effect on you mentally and physically? So the best thing that you can do for yourself is realize that food freedom and trying to lose weight or change your physique or any of those things that diet culture kind of pushes have to be completely separate and it has to start with food freedom in ditching diet culture it has to that has to be your step one i don't want you to think that because you are finding food freedom or learning how to eat intuitively that your health is going out the window That is not true. That is completely opposite of the truth. That is so wrong. Once you learn how to actually ditch diet culture, intuitively eat, how to listen to your body, 
it is the healthiest thing you can actually do for yourself. And this doesn't mean that you are just going to eat quote unquote junk food all day long. It might happen in the beginning if you've deprived yourself and restricted yourself so much. But in this long journey of finding food freedom and ditching diet culture, you will become the healthiest version of yourself and you will become the happiest version of yourself. I promise you that. I just don't want you looking at people who, let's say, are you know in the gym with physique goals, maybe counting their calories and macros and just assuming that it's like, I don't know, giving into diet culture. Unfortunately, nine times out of 10 or even more, like 99 times out of 100, that is the case. But there are those few people in this world who have a completely healthy relationship with food and they're able to do these things and try to reach maybe a health or fitness goal that requires weight loss and it's not unhealthy. So I just want you to be able to have that realization that they are separate but both things can be true at the same time but it all needs to start with food freedom. So if you are someone who is in that restrict binge cycle, who is constantly dieting, who you feel like your only goal is to lose weight, then you need to prioritize food freedom. And that's going to be literally ditching diets forever, um, focusing on being in tune with your body, and really prioritizing at least the next year to finding food freedom. And you guys already know, you do not have to do this alone. You have multiple options. You can take my online course. That's a six week course that kind of gets the ball rolling and gives you all the tools you need um, to really ditch diets. It's called Diet Ditchers Academy and you'll learn about kind of how to intuitively eat, but also how to make wise decisions when it does come to your nutrition because we do want to make sure that we are prioritizing our nutrition while still listening to our body so you can take that course you get access to all of its content forever you can retake the course if you ever need to and that's at this is mirandalee.com dda as in diet Dishers academy or you can reach out to me for one-on-one coaching we can do it together will find the unique goals that um, really fit you and your needs and um, you know your goals of trying to find food freedom, trying to stop giving in to the disordered eating habits that you are just so used to and learning how to unlearn that. So you know we can partner together and I can help you through that as well while still prioritizing your nutrition and moving your body but doing it in a more sustainable and most importantly enjoyable way I will never ask you to give up your favorite foods because what is life if you can't eat the foods that you love so if you are interested in one-on-one coaching you can reach out to me on Instagram at this is Miranda Lee or you can email me my email is this is Miranda Lee at gmail.com all of that will be in the show notes I hope that this episode was helpful and gave you a good push in the right direction. And 
I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will catch you on Monday.